welcome you guys. This is our chance to have a discussion with Dr. Gabriel Cousins. It's going to be a little bit abbreviated tonight just because he's been leading a fast and has about 20 minutes to give us. So let's make good use of it. And uh, we've got events in the world we're going to talk about and the response that people need to have to that. Let's go right to Dr. Cousins. Welcome, Gabriel, and thanks for being here. I know. Okay, Richard, thank you. Let's, let's do what we can. Yeah, and uh, the fast is, uh, we're doing a spiritual fast, and it, it, it's important to understand that on every level, we need to be doing a spiritual fast. Physically, most people think of that's what fasting is about. Emotionally, and you look at the world, and we have to step back and, in a sense, not get caught into the madness. The global madness is going on. We have to fast from that. So there's a the process of fasting at this level is called stepping back so you can maintain your clarity of mind. That's really important. And then the deeper level is to understand that reality resides beyond the mind. Where we get controlled with the New World Order, the global elites, and, you know, the newspapers and all that, we get controlled in the mind. If we can learn, which we can, with meditation, for example, to get beyond the mind, then we can't be controlled by their efforts to control our minds. There is a tremendous amount of um, propaganda, and, and uh, they know quite well what they're doing, which is, again, controlling the mind uh, with everything they're doing, from psyops to you know, newspaper reports to um, every kind of thing they can do to, to, to get you uh, not to see straight. Okay, so now this isn't exactly something new, and I think that's what I want to report. Like, and I'll just say there's a lot of toxicity going on, mental and emotional, but also physical. For example, in the United States in 1994, when they did some uh, data, uh, they, 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 they found that, that there was 450 million tons of toxins, pesticides, herbicides dumped into the earth in that one year. 450 million tons, okay? That's that's a lot, okay? And then they, they there was four, 45 million tons dumped into the air and over a billion tons dumped into the ocean. That's in one year. So this is called physical toxification. Now, does it have an effect? Yes, it completely affects your brain. These toxins affect your mental processes. So we're not only getting, you know, New World Order propaganda. We're actually, our ability to handle that with a clear mind is being compromised. So clearly many people pointed out, I'm bringing up the pesticides and herbicides because we have to see this is a long-range program. And the issues with the uh, the bioweapon injection 
at least 40% of people feel that they have a little disconnection from the divine, their minds aren't clear, they get depressed, they get anxious. They're really affecting people's mental state because that's a, a part, a big part where the battle is being fought uh, is for your minds and your hearts. And so they are weakening the actual uh, mental capacity, weakening our brains. That's what they're trying to do. So what do we do? We First, we know that. First, you have to say, I, okay, I get that. That's what's going on. Now, the second thing is we need to, to protect ourselves physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. So, you know, we're doing a spiritual juice fast right now. Okay? That gets out lots of toxins. That clears your mind. Maybe take five days, it clears your mind. And in five days, you can also give up smoking cigarettes. That's how long it takes to break that addiction. Sugar addiction maybe take a day or two longer. But the point is, we have ways to do this. Now, emotionally, we need to look at, to step back. And that's why meditation is such a good, a good protection of the level we're talking about. Because it's so easy to get drawn in emotionally. Uh, all these uh, events that are happening, and, and some are real, and some aren't, and, but they're all about creating emotion. They're creating a kind of mob responses. So, and then spiritually, there's a distinct movement away from a belief in God. And without God, everything becomes meaningless, and when things become meaningless, people can do whatever they want. Because there's no frame of reference. So, reconnecting to the one, working hard to balance your emotional state, work with people uh, who, who, who can help balance you, and I don't mean psychotherapy, I mean group process, friends that you trust, uh, who, who have understanding so they can support you, and not losing your footing. And, so we haven't talked about as much before, physically detoxing. The toxins affect your brain. And so we need to physically detox to clear the mental toxins off the brain. So I'm going to invite Richard in uh, to the discussion. Yeah. Great points, Dr. Cousins, as always. And uh, I was going to mention before you did, that mind control, which is how the rulers are controlling the direction of humanity right now, has two aspects. It's it's not just intellect, it's also emotion, and both come, you know, together usually, and the emotion is where the power is. And they need the intellectual misdirection so that you can't understand the problem, hopefully, that's what, from their point of view. And then on the emotional side... This is to allow you to take anything you believe intellectually, including any philosophy or religion, and use it as a justification why certain people need to be attacked and killed. And I, I was thinking that couldn't be every religion. But I even found examples in Africa of a small Buddhist village where they decided that the other non-Buddhists, I think there were Sikhs in that case, were subhuman and had to be exterminated.
And this is part of the mind control. It's like, all right, you want to believe in God. Yeah, that's really important. But then the mind control wants you to take your belief in God and use that as a reason to hate everybody else. And there's a lot wrong with that picture. So to really connect the spirit to God, it's like knowing the tree by the fruit, right? It's like, what? how does that make you live every day? Watch yourself. And that's where a lot of the power is, is hidden because they want you to watch and crit- critique everybody else instead of yourself. And I got a lot of communications this week that our situation is impossible. Things are so bad that there's nothing that can be done to stop it. And without the interconnection, that might actually be true. But fortunately, you're bringing up a more powerful dimension and it's bridging that into the physical. That's the whole challenge and it's a timed challenge. You know, we need to do it while there's still time to make a difference. And I think that's what you're talking about. Yes, we need to do it now. I mean, we need to detox at every level now. Right. And actually take it more, you know, take it more seriously. Because the load gets so big at some point, your vital life force isn't strong enough to get rid to, to clear it. So we need to clear it on a very regular basis. Right. And we do need to have friends we can communicate with and people who can support us and can understand us. This is really important. And your point about the emotions being affected by physical toxins is really critical. I mean, the idea that they're actually spraying poison on the food, and again, this is an example of fake science. This is the advanced way to do it, that they're, even without the GMO, spraying poison on the food is bad enough, and they're spraying things on the soil so that what they call weeds, which is basically wild plants, are all killed. And the other uh, plants that they want to harvest to make money for the crop get to survive. And that's why they started working with GMOs, because the weed killers were just killing everything. They're designed to kill everything green, a lot of them. And so they had to have something that wouldn't be killed by a weed killer. And that was the origin of a lot of the GMO crops. The food needs to be clean. So even if 90% of it is polluted... My suggestion is don't eat that. You know, if the organic food or the local farmer that you know is organic, certified or not, is available, and if it's more expensive, eat less. But don't eat the junk. It's really important. I think we underestimate how important going organic is. Yeah, that's a minimum standard. I, uh, in working with uh, kids who are hyperactive, just putting them on organic food, 50% of the people became healed. Right. That's a lot of people. No medication, no Ritalin. And then the, you know, and then the other, four, or another 40% with, you know, certain supplements. So 90% yeah. get, you know, were able to get healed, but just going organic, 50%. So what does that tell you? The pesticides and herbicides are neurotoxins and they aggravate people's minds, particularly kids. And when you say mind, it's you're, there's no way to overstate that because it, it changes your perception of who you are. I mean, those chemicals and 
hormones and everything are so powerful that you are still spirit, but you're working through the filter and the lens of the physical body and the senses right. of the brain. And as long as you're connected to a physical body, what you do to the body affects your whole perception of yourself. So you don't want to be seeing through chemical fog. It's going to change everything. That's what a lot of kids are doing. Plus the vaccines have had a tremendously negative effect. I mean, we're looking at maybe 70%, and that may be a low statement of, of kids in the 90s, 1990s, who got fully vaccinated, fully vaccinated with all the, you know, not functioning right. Right. Then. And this was going on way before the COVID vaccine. Yes, that's what I'm saying, yeah. So it's like, wow. A lot of that understand the COVID vaccine is bad say, well, of course we know all the others are good. And it's the programming that that you're talking about that they're struggling to break. It's so powerful. So we're really affecting our children, and we're affecting adults too, but the children are really at a disadvantage more more than any time I can ever remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're getting special brainwashing sessions, you know, maybe eight hours a day in what they call, I think they call them schools, you know, combined with the medical system there. One of the most dangerous attacks on the children is to put them in school. Right. And so we're, the kids were public, are being brainwashed from, you know, a very early age. The parents can be a counterpoint to that. And again, I think some parents really do get it, which is really, really good. But we are really talking about parents having to really stand up. Now, you know, and they made some moves, which I think are failed, to criminalize parents objecting to the way, you know, uh, uh, protecting their kids. Right. And it was like, best, okay, best that didn't go over so well, thank goodness. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of parents are under huge financial pressure, you know, that they would like to take their kids out of school but feel like they can't afford it. And the money is being used to keep people from making the right choices. Right. And there, we need a solution to that as well. Yeah, so there are tremendous pressures on people. That's in every direction. And that's why, you know, the meditating makes a difference. I saw in Chicago, the teenagers were literally rioting. I don't know what the cause is. Are you familiar with that? I'm from Chicago. That's why. Are talking about real recent or a long time ago? In the loop yesterday. No, I didn't know. So the major rioting, you know, uh, I don't even know what the reason is, but Thousands of, of uh, teenagers uh, rioting and fighting with each other, and people shooting. And it's like, is these the real? rival gangs? Are you talking about? I don't think it's quite that. That's what I'm saying. It's a, it's it was too many kids. Hmm, interesting. Thousands and thousands in downtown the Loop, and I I don't know if there's a connection. You know, between the new mayor, who is inaugurated three days ago, 
Right. And these rights, I don't know. But what I'm saying is the teenagers are at a breaking point in terms of their worlds. Right. And we, this is an example of how this is starting to break down, just total lawlessness. Now the schools have turned into brainwashing centers almost completely. They're turning yeah. out graduates who don't have any basic skills at all. That's a different thing. Uh, what I'm saying is that there are a lot of kids who feel who get that and they know it's hopeless, right? And they're it's they're driven to riot. You know, they're driven to act out. That's what what I'm saying. You know. Um, so, you know, the the whole point of being aware of that stuff, like you said, is strategic awareness, and then you use that to come up with the best combination of solutions. And that's really kind of where we're going is, is this is not, we're not talking victims. We really need to do it. Now I, you know, we, we, we talked about spiritual fasting, eating organic food, you know, exercising, meditating. Those are just basics to to kind of keep a certain level of sanity. Then we talk about the political awareness it's really important not to get sucked into the, you know, the the mob awareness that they're trying to create. So we need to be as active as possible. And then the spiritual awareness, we need to hold on to that connection with, with the divine. So we have ways to immunize ourselves against this, natural ways of immunization, I'll put it that way. And we need to use them. We need to give them much more importance in their life rather than, well, that's nice, you're organic. You know, that's, you know, no, we, we have to go full on with that. We have to figure out a way to support kids out of the public schools. Yeah. You know, uh, that's really, in other words, we need to act. Now, I didn't say politics and support this candidate or that. I am talking about something very basic. We, we're talking about taking people's mental health and well-being so there is meaning and purpose in life. When I worked with teenagers in the 60s in the south side of Chicago, teen gangs, you know, uh, but I was interviewing them, uh, and the biggest thing I got is no hope. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make it until my early, I may make it to my early 20s, and there's no hope, there's no future. And so what if I shoot somebody or I get shot? doesn't matter. And, and, and that sense of desperation, and that's what, what I'm seeing. That's why I talk about the teenagers. I'm seeing it in a larger context. And part of the violence that's going on in the, a lot in the United States in a, in a different context uh, is connected to people are, are their minds are blown and there's no hope. There's no, no sense of resolution in a, in a good way. Right. And it seems to be justified. Yeah, but of course it isn't. But the point is we need through our actions to start establishing a matrix of hope of direction, of, of, of making it through this. Right. That's really what I'm talking about, you know. 
on every single level, not just on one level, the political level, but on every single level of our being. Because, so I say, you know, as you you heard, you know, your mental state is seriously affected by your the amount of toxins that you have. Believe it or not, at the turn of the century, people who were psychotic, they would give them colonics when they first came into the mental hospital. Right. right. Because they understood about the mental toxicity. I think that was in the Merck manual up until maybe the 60s or something. Yeah. So it's not like people don't know this. You know, we are what we eat. We are affected by what we eat. But that's one level, you know, but we need to be proactive. That's really the message I'm saying on every level for ourselves and for everyone around us, because if we have a healthy functioning mind and body, we can't be controlled and enslaved. It's really what we're talking about. Right. Yeah. You'll see that you don't have a choice. You have to choose life-affirming strategies all the time. Even if you are suffering from it for a while, you don't have a choice. You can't choose suicidal options. It just doesn't feel right. So I want to bless everybody that we have the courage and awareness now to start making the choices physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually to transform our lives back into a higher frequency and hopefully the lives of the living planet. That's why we have the peace meditation, world peace meditation on uh, Sunday evenings. And so I bless everyone that we really affect not only ourselves, but everyone around us to, to, to act with purpose and hope in their lives. Amen. Thank you, Dr. Cousins. I completely agree with what you're promoting here and the world peace meditation and all the inner work and detoxifying your own organism on every level, you know, physical, mental, every way that you can possibly do it. And and people would think that all this inner work, this meditation, I've had a lot of people say, well, that's just, you know, imaginary fantasy to make yourself feel bad, feel better when things are really bad. And that's not true. It's counterintuitive to feel that, you know, there's a power internally inside you that's stronger than anything in the outside world, but it turns out to actually be true. And so the, the question is, how do you connect to it? And when you look at the basic principle of detox that is underlying what Dr. Cousins is talking about, it's saying you don't have to put in harmony into the body. You don't have to put in a cure. It's there. It comes from the inside. It's automatic. It's connected to, the, to nature, to God, and it pulls toward harmony if you let it. And it's the same with the outside world. So you start with yourself. And you change from the attitude of having to force things to change to getting out of the way of the change that happens naturally. And that's what fasting is about on all these different levels. And then once you do that in your own life, in your activities, in your behavior, and especially your thoughts and emotions toward yourself and toward everybody else, then you can talk about expanding that and sharing what you've achieved with the outside world. So start doing it now. It's already inside you. And we have unlimited potential to go there as soon as it becomes a priority. And so I think we're both suggesting make it a priority 
right now and see what you can do. And then we'll work on it together. So I think that's about the main bottom line of the whole thing is you have control over your own decisions. Watch what those are. You can critique other people later. Turn it on yourself right now. What could you do to be better? Um, and it's totally serving yourself. It's 100% selfish in a very spiritual way. Because if you take care of yourself and meditation lets you get quiet for a little while and see what am I doing? You know, what's all this static? What's the mind chatter? What are these self-damaging emotions and thoughts that I'm carrying around as my reality? How about if I let those go and let the normal state come back? What would change? How would that affect everything else that I'm doing? And you can start that right now, today. And it goes with stopping the input of the junk food and starting to move. You know, your body responds to exercise. It's a feedback loop where if you don't move, your body is intelligent and it thinks it doesn't have to move and it just starts degenerating. And you don't have to go along with that. There's a lot you can do. So working on yourself is the most selfless thing you can do to help everybody else because then you've got the clarity. And it's also the best thing you can do to help the world. So get quiet enough to see what can you do better starting today, taking care of yourself, and then let that expand to everybody else. So remember Gabriel's sites, uh, drcousins.com, treeoflife.mn.co. All of his great programs are, are uh, described there, and you have access points and portals. And our site is lostartsradio.com. And if you want to get into a supportive environment to actually work on these things inside yourself, which is a change of focus, a change of the emotional reality that you live in, along with a change in your physical situation, uh, that's planetaryhealingclub.com. And you'd be welcome to join us there if you want to. But however you do it, we're sharing parts of that now <clears throat> on the new Substack that belongs to Lost Arts Radio. And... Um, we're doing those as often as possible. So it's not just for Planetary Healing Club members. It's for everybody. And it's time is uh, of the essence right now. We need to turn this thing around in the immediate present. And you're holding the power to do that. In spite of the fact that we get all kinds of communication saying that it's too late and you can't do anything. I know it sounds crazy, but that's not actually true. And you, you're the one who can prove it. So... Do it with us and we'll get there. Take care of yourself. Have a good week and we'll meet you here next time. Take care.